Yep, already started. Started. What's the point of me counting down if we just don't start at the same time? That's a good question. Why do you count down? I keep hoping to make my editing easier. If my editing's not easier, your editing is not easy. Be fair. You can count. We get it. I've been count for many years, guys. I'm proud. I think I finally learned how back in... Tuesday. <laughs> Wait, today's Tuesday. Yeah, last Tuesday. I was at home with my thoughts and numbers. You just made me think of new math, and I hate new math. I'm sorry. Which one? Everything about new math is wrong and incorrect, <laughs> and I hate it. I just like old math, and I didn't even like old math that much. Welcome to Barely Math Nerds. Barely Math Nerds. Welcome to Barely a Conversation, everybody. I am one of your three hosts, Jeremy, the grizzly bear. I'm Alvis, the panda bear. And I'm Ryan, barely a mathematician. Our polar bear. On this podcast, we talk about many things. A lot of it is gaming related. Uh, the last few episodes, we've actually been diving into not as gaming related things every so often. I guess last episode, we did talk a lot about Lethal Company. A lot. We, we talked a lot about Lethal Company, but there's a lot to talk about with that game. That's true. We might actually go back to that. We might, we might talk about Lethal Company modded in a future episode. I also like how... That was considered us not talking about gaming. The episode before that, we weren't talking about gaming. Yeah, you're right, I guess. We're talking about a lot of things that make me depressed and sad, but we moved on. You know what? We got through it as a family. <laughs> well, with that vomit sound, <laughs> it made me think about goals. And specifically, what we promised everybody that listens to this podcast from our last episode. We owed you some 2024 life goals from us. I am going to definitely send the bus to Alvis to start. <laughs> Pass it off. Fucking run me over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so one of my main ones is a fitness goal, but not just like necessarily losing weight, but an ability goal. So basically being able to go for longer walks, be like flexible and be able to actually be like able to do certain things more with my body and be more comfortable with it. That's my, my, my main fitness goal. And then I have a gaming goal of I hate. Last year I did two games per month, which I crushed at three games per month. I'm going to keep it at three games per month and we'll see how that goes. I really like both of your goals, but I really like your health goal a lot because it takes that focus off and lets you just enjoy the act of doing a thing and aim for a very specific goal and it not just be a number on a scale. I think that's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? Like when you get kind of like literally weighed down uh, with that number on the scale, you get discouraged and things like that, but you will start seeing more just I'm able to do more of this or more of that without having to think about that number. So I think that's going to be a better way for me to go. God, you literally just brought up two years of personal training and nutrition college courses in my head where it is drilled so much that the number is what we care about. But numbers, honestly, we just have made jokes about mathematicians. Numbers suck, okay? If anyone bases their life off the BMI scale, I'm sorry, you're wrong. Anyone thinks the number on the scale is what dictates good life? Can you move? Are you happy doing what you're doing? And, uh, you know, are you healthy? And healthy being not necessarily what the BMI scale says, right? Healthy being, like, do you feel healthy? Do you feel, like, active and feel like you're able to do the things you want to do? That kind of healthy. Has your doctor said, stop eating Oreos every night? Because that's what I do. And he never tells me that. So keep going. What I was going to say, though, is I agree with both those points. I'm thinking back to Disneyland, where Brian and I were just there with a bunch of the family. They all took off to go take a nap. And I, I love that did that they did that. I still felt good. And I'm not a light guy. I'm a fairly hefty boy. But I felt good enough to keep moving 
even after starting the park, like at rope drop and be there until almost close that night. It felt good. Yeah. And on like Alvis's goal, that was a trigger for me to be like, I want to keep doing that. Just like, even if the scale doesn't say a certain number, that feeling, right? That's what felt really good. I remember how happy you looked when you were like, I ditched my family. I'm here with you guys now. Well, I wasn't happy for ditching them. I was I was excited about being able to keep hanging out at the park and go on some of the rides that some of my family does not enjoy doing, such as Guardians. It's okay, Jim. Yeah. It's okay. They won't ever know. Until they listen to this podcast, I love all of you. <laughs> I'm also the editor on this, so I can adjust it however needed. All of a sudden, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> all right. Uh, over to you, Ryan. What's your 2024 goals? Oh, you did two. You set the bar way too high. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, personally, man, it, it, I've been thinking about it ever since, you know, we brought it up a, like a week or two ago or like had to figure out our goals, had to figure it out. I'm like, where am I at that I really want a goal? When I thought about it, I was like, you know, financially, I would like to feel a little more secured and not like making more, but just having more of my stuff in line with where I want it to be. And, you know, we've already started that process by talking to financial uh, advisors and stuff like that. And God, you feel so adult going through everything you have and everything you don't have. And the person on the other side of the screen is just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you're a teacher. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know your advisor. I know she would never say that. She said it with her eyes. Okay. When your wife is a you know service technician engineer for a semiconductor company and they're like, oh, wow, you get that. You get that. They match that much. Wow. Ryan, what about you? Uh, every Christmas I get a $10 Starbucks gift card. <laughs> Look, I'm just going to throw it out there. Starbucks is not a coffee company anymore. They're actually a bank. So technically, you're getting $10 free credit to deposit into the bank of Starbucks. My mind just exploded. Think about it. Starbucks deals more in gift cards than they do actual coffee these days. They are legitimately a bank. I hate their coffee. I really do. And yet there are so many people buying gift cards for them. It doesn't matter. And they're not even buying coffee with it. The mugs, the cups, everything else. Oh my God. How deep does it go? It goes deep, man. But I like your goal. I think that's a really good goal. Just like gain that financial security, not so much making more money, but getting yourself to a spot where you feel comfortable when like an unexpected thing comes up. You don't get that like panic as much. Is that kind of the vibe? Yeah, I mean, it's very much so. And it would it would feel good just to overall know kind of where everything I have is, if that makes sense. That totally makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Passing it off to Jer Bear. All right. I thought long and hard on this. I thought I could do a health goal, and I still could. I'm deciding to force myself into a creative goal instead. And specifically, I've had this guitar that's to my left for many years now. I still don't know how to play it very well. Hi. Hi. I know you've tried to help me once before. <laughs> <laughs> my goal for this year is to learn at least one song and I'm not talking just like Kumbaya or something like Smoke on the Water. Smoke on the Water is a great song. It is a great song. Yeah. What I will say is that because I know both of us love Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran songs are very easy to learn and very fun to play. I didn't even think about that. I think that'd be really fun to learn a song off of the variations. Autumn variations. Autumn yeah. variations. Yes. Part two of my goal. So that's my creative goal. I do have a gaming goal. This year, I decided to be more specific on my gaming goal. Last year, I really aimed for about one game 
a month and I actually hit two games a month. So I did better, just like you did, Alvis, on my overall. This year, I'm going to stick to roughly two games a month. Twelve of those games have to be released before. For 2024. Oh, interesting. So making yourself go through your backlog. Forcing myself to go through my backlog and finish older games. That's not even going to scratch your backlog, but true. I do like your goal. Yeah. At least 12 have to be older games. Minimum 12. The whole thing could be all retro games. I know it's not going to be the case. I'm going to play a bunch of new games throughout the year, but yeah, those are my goals. I like it. I like it. Look at us trying to better ourselves. Right? Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be good. Now we have to keep ourselves accountable. It's true. Shit. Point to your accountability <laughs> buddies, even though it's a totally audio platform. I'm just pointing to the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching you and you. <laughs> I'm watching both of you somehow doing your goals and things in life. As I'm just perched on that little area above your garage, looking in your window going, you working on your goal? <laughs> <laughs> be fucking amazing <laughs> i do have a ladder you do have a ladder and you're not far away you also know the code to get into my house so you could just that's not fun go into the garage grab my ladder and get up on there <laughs> excuse me kelsey just need to borrow this real quick thank you perfect i just need this for a joke excuse me <laughs> <laughs> you know what and she would just be like all right just don't hurt yourself yeah you stay in for lunch okay we'll see how this plays out <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh speaking of playing out it's a terrible transition that's horrible i know you know what third goal i'll work on my transitions for everybody <laughs> oh and the world will be a better place no i think everyone will miss my bad transitions anything they're gonna get worse probably knowing me very very high likelihood of that what have you guys played recently any fun games that you've managed to beat i mean can we consider gunfire reborn absolutely i did i i fucking crushed that game that was so much fun it definitely consumed like a solid month of our lives it sure did as soon as i was gifted that i uh I took off with it. It was just a lot of fun being able to constantly replay just those different levels and then getting to the end and being able to basically do it infinitely. And you saw some of my infinite runs. Like they were just dumb, but it was so much fun. Definitely got everything we could out of that game. You guys did. I have not played enough of it yet, but I love it. It's been a very fun game. I will still play it. So if you ever want to play it more. Same. I'm down. Hey, if I beat it, that hits one game for my uh, my goals. There you go. That's true. Uh, second game I've actually beaten recently, uh, and this is one that Ryan and I have played, is uh, Clone Drone in the Danger Zone. Hell yeah. So I beat the campaign of it, and man, for being just, it's a basic concept of a game for just like a, almost like a, I don't know, a brawler? like a web it's it's hard to say what exactly it is but it's a lot of fun it it was it was a really good time and even though the mechanics are pretty basic like they did a really good job with it so i hope they do more with it it is technically tagged as a 3d fighter with roguelike elements and sword play yeah why does that game sound familiar because i've been talking about it to you that makes sense <laughs> That you know what that checks out no it's a great game and like visually it's very basic i mean you can just think of robots in a minecraft world almost very pixelated but large block like pixels when i first got it myself my thought wasn't gonna be there's a story i never never really thought that there would be a story into it i just thought it was like a roguelike fighter game and uh yeah it 
it has a lot to offer. Nice. I, what have I been playing? I, I say this every podcast episode just because the game is so long. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, I'm still playing through. I checked my time today. I'm at 106 hours in that game. It's been a long time. Wow. Oh, that's a long time. We have a segment about my time. Yeah, but here's the thing. This is a single player JRPG. All right, fair, fair, fair. I'm on chapter six, the beginning of chapter six of seven. Most of my time has been grinding out levels, classes, or side quests. You're one of those overpowered the first boss kind of people, aren't you? You know what? The first boss whooped my ass, and that's what made me go into just grind out levels mode. Got it. So currently in the story, most things are level like 55. My character's average level 73. Yeah. That's about right. Just slightly over. Slightly over. It's been fun, though. The other thing I've been playing is Dave the Diver, and that game is super good. I'm having a lot of fun just getting a bunch of fish, coming back up, and serving up some sushi. It is strangely therapeutic just to run a sushi joint. It's great. And the cinematics in that are so well done for just like a, it's not an 8-bit, but pixelated indie game. They're super well done. God, it seems more and more we have great and grand things to say about games that are not triple a titles yeah about that (laughs) on to smite watch ryan (sighs) okay so recently at time of recording this it's been a very busy time (laughs) uh we didn't give the old stats sorry to cut you off oh god as of december 19th 2023 you were at 709.2 hours into smite (laughs) Give us our latest numbers. I did more than I thought. Um. <laughs> For everyone else, Ryan told us, oh, it's going to be the same before we recorded. It's, like, not, it's not going to be that different, guys. It's not that different. But again, okay, much slower time. It's grading time and it's halfway point of the year. A lot of things going on at once. My current time is 721.3. Okay, that's still a considerable amount of more time. <laughs> it's more than I thought. When did that happen? I was sick for a long time. <laughs> when did it happen? I don't even remember. <laughs> I mean, I, I was really busy. When did that happen? That's 12 hours, right? Like you can literally play like a triple A game and beat it. Okay. In fairness, I can do that in a day. That's true. But the fact that you can just beat a triple A game in 12 hours. That's sad. That should not be a triple A game. That's true. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy a nice, short, sweet game, but most triple A games are 70 to what? $120. I expect more than 12 hours of gameplay. Granted, most of those have hopefully replayability or multiplayer, but still looking at you, Call of Duty. Uh, Oh, we're throwing them under the bus again, huh? Just saying. Then you look at games like Boulder's Gate. You're like, there's a triple A title game. Oh, yeah. I'm still playing through that. Yeah. I mean, it never stops. Never ends. I'm playing through it and I'm already planning my next playthrough just to see what happens. Lovely. I love pushing the topic away from my crippling. Oh, I was literally (laughs) about to bring it back. So these are smite watch smite one stats oh i know i'm so happy do we know if your your stats are going to trans well they're going to keep both alive so they wouldn't transition over you're going to get a net new no yeah net new timer so we'll have to have smite watch and smite two watch i'm going to be a smite baby again hopefully we don't pull an overwatch two but i have high hopes why would you why would you even put that out there because i've been hurt too many times hold on i gotta (laughs) knock on okay i just knocked on the desk hopefully that doesn't happen 
I mean, the one thing that does give me a lot of hope and everything is the developers said that if they wanted to transfer over the servers, all of the skins, it would take like decades amount of time to do that because they're going from the Unreal Engine 3 to the most recent Unreal Engine. Instead of transferring everyone's skins, they're just going to be looking at the monetary amount for every skin you have and giving you the appropriate amount of gems. Which is an amazing comp. Which is what should have been done. Yeah. No, I agree with Overwatch 2. Yeah, 100%. To be fair. To be fair. Overwatch, I will give them this and I'm not going to give them a lot because I, I'm not happy with what they did with that game. They did give you all of your skins going from Overwatch 1 to version 0.5 that they call 2. They did do that. I'm not going to give them anything because all they did was slap a 2 on the re on the original game. That is fair. They didn't have to transfer anything. And made it worse. Now that I'm thinking about I don't think they, you know what, we should do a deep dive on this at some point. I know we, try, we kind of did already on a previous episode, but I'm curious from a technical perspective, did they actually change engines? And that might be something to dig into at some point. I highly doubt it. And well, yeah, and on top of the fact that they went from six players to five, we're going down this rabbit hole again. This <laughs> um, Smite 2 just announced very recently. We're all excited about it. I'm already a Smite baby, so I can be a Smite baby with everybody at the same time. One thing I do want to mention too is that I found out they do have a Founders Edition that they will be selling. So Ryan and I both backed Smite 1 before it was fully released. If you bought the Founders Edition, you would get every skin unlocked forever. Or not every skin, sorry, every god unlocked for free yeah. forever until the game ended. So we've been riding on that forever and they're doing the same thing with Smite 2. So very excited about that. Already on my credit bill. I took a very different approach and... AKA lose your first account. Yeah, I lost my first account, my beta account somehow. Got stuck with, what's my username in there? Moochan? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Which you guys didn't know this. I did defer to that when needed. So that makes sense why that would be it, but it doesn't make sense why I wouldn't have access to the other account. Anyway, I will probably actually do the Founders whatever edition for this one because I, I enjoy Smite. I wouldn't mind having more than my few heroes that I have that I enjoy playing. I mean, it's fun, especially... Or gods. Yeah, I mean, technically they're gods. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I love it so much, being a mythology nerd. Yeah, same. But I mean, it definitely makes the random mode a lot more fun because you go from a, a pool of like eight to a pool of 40. You know what that means? We might have to level up again before being able to play that random mode. Oh, oh. That's the one, the one rule I absolutely hate. You know, guys, I have to go on this tangent really quick. I'm sorry. Developers, I know none of you listen to this podcast, but if you do, and I hope you do one day, please, please, for the love of God, stop putting weird blockers in front of content to let you play certain game modes with friends. It's just frustrating and annoying, and it makes you not want to play the damn game. It took so many XP boosters and time to get my friends leveled up just so they could have fun. <coughs> Well, and even beyond that, I think about Capcom's done it a little bit better with the last Monster Hunter game, but doing all the weird stuff where you have to do single player things before you can actually do a couple of multiplayer things randomly throughout the different missions in Monster Hunter World, which I love World. It's still a great game, but it made it very hard to play with you guys. And I wish I could have just hopped in the game full force and just played with you just the entire time. And there's a lot of other games that do that. It's weird. They did make that very difficult in Monster Hunter World. I don't know why. But like for a game like Smite, 
I mean, it's a very simple thing because the thing they say is like they do this so that people are more comfortable with the game because in a random match, you get thrown in. If you don't know how to play the game at all, you're going to hurt your team. Okay, well, you already have a tutorial where you have your team play team of AI. Why can't you do that with random? That's exactly what I was about to say. Have a, if, if you're going to do it, have a tutorial for each mode so I can decide as a player, I don't care about that mode. I want to play this mode because this is what my friends play. I'm going to do the tutorial on it, get an idea of how I'm supposed to play and get an idea of how I'm supposed to learn with these random characters that are thrown at me or random heroes, gods. I'll figure out one day. <laughs> random things thrown at me and how to handle that. I think they're actually called champions. Are they called champions? I don't know. No, they're, no, they're gods. They're gods. In Smite, they're actually called yeah, gods. They're gods. These godlike hero champions. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, it would be like if Hearthstone made it that you had to be at a certain point level in the normal game to play Battlegrounds. Actually, I... they did start doing that. Oh, we didn't have to deal with it because we've been testers for a very long time. Oh, I would never would have played Battlegrounds because I can't stand the building of decks and stuff like that. The last time I suggested it to somebody and they had to start a new account, I think they had to go through 10 to 15 matches before they could unlock all things. God, that's stupid. Yeah. It almost makes me feel like the developers who were in charge of the original game are having like new kid jealousy. <laughs> like everyone's going to this game and not enjoying our game. Let's force them to play. Here's the thing. On Hearthstone specifically, the original head of that game left and made his own studio. So technically, this is new kids on the block making those rules. Well, there's they should leave the block. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it entirely. So we've been talking about Smite 2 a little bit. I'm going to transition us a little bit or else we'll just keep going forever on this topic because I know us. Thank you, moderator. You're welcome. So we talked about Smite 2, which is a game on the horizon that we're all excited about. Is there anything else coming out that has you guys really excited? I actually really am excited for Stormgate. Me too. Me three. The gameplay I saw on Kickstarter, it gave me that early StarCraft. I didn't play enough of Warcraft 3 to really, really love it, but I played just enough to like have a rough idea of it, but it gave me that early 2000s RTS vibe. Yeah. The thing I really enjoyed about Stormgate uh, from what I saw was actually when they did like their first like tournament and they posted on YouTube. Just seeing like that same kind of competition that you would see in StarCraft and uh, actually having like each player be different races and seeing how they each build. It was just it was just so much fun seeing that kind of competition again. I just love how if you go on their page like the very first thing you read is the future of RTS. And that excites me. Even though it looks like it's classic, which has me excited. But it's the future. I am excited to see, because they've only announced two of the races so far. I'm excited to see what that third group of individuals will be. Yes, yeah, same. I'm also excited to see what other modes that they're going to put out, because right now, like even on that first that first page that you're talking about, it's only campaign 1v1 and three-player co-op. So I'm hoping for more, right? So I love how they were asking for a hundred thousand dollars and they made 2.4 million i mean yeah look at the crew that's making it of course they raised that money oh it just it gives me chills to thinking about it just some of the classic starcraft creators and oh, it's so good I hope nothing but good things for the team. I'm excited to see where the game goes. I know all of us will be playing it. Probably all of the modes will do free-for-all matches. If there's an arcade thing with people making custom games, we'll very likely be playing that because we all did a lot of custom games in StarCraft. Let's be honest. You guys are going to be doing 2v1s against me. I was going to say, and I will never, ever play against Alvis. <laughs> 
hey, I think with enough time and sending you away where you're not near your computer for at least, you know, I'll throw the time out there, probably three months, I could probably beat you in a game. That's a long time to be without my computer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So just without the game for like three months, give me time to like try to get at least a quarter of your APM. Then maybe I could beat you in an RTS. I'm sorry, but the way that my brain worked, I was like, yeah, I could beat him too if he was away from his computer. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely thought he was like, are you talking about while I'm playing the game against you? Like what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Let's start it up. Then walk away. Just walk away. Here's the thing. In classic StarCraft, I could always, I could usually do pretty good on no rush, 20 minutes, whatever. I know if I ever said no rush, 20 minutes to you, Alvis, it means I'm going to see just death. You're going to somehow spawn Thanatos himself to come and just raid my base and kill everybody. I won't be able to do anything. It's a good God. It's a good, it's a good choice of God. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, good champion God hero. <laughs> And it comes back around. Hey Everything leads back to Smite. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, what are you excited to see on the horizon? You guys know me. I was just talking about Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I'm a JRPG fan. I'm very excited for, even though it's more of an action RPG nowadays, part two of Final Fantasy 7. I am excited to see where it's going to go. I'm excited to see how far they dove into disc two slash hopefully three from the original game. But mostly I'm excited to see is that gold chocobo going to make an appearance. Hell yeah. Yeah, the gold chocobo. I need my gold chocobo. Need to watch giant bird creatures breed. I need them bird creatures to have a good night and hopefully get me a gold chocobo. That's all. I actually really liked um, some of the other variant colors, but the gold chocobo was the only one that would actually like do all terrain for you. Sorry, I was just going through the achievements of Smite and realizing, God, I do this too much. And we're back on Smite. Oh, it comes back to Smite. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the big one for me that's coming out soon. Uh, as of recording this, Persona 3 Reloaded came out. I'm excited to start that eventually uh, once I get through one or two more games. But the other game that came out, also an RPG, that I need to buy and actually play. That should probably be what I buy before Final Fantasy 7. Yakuza Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. I really should probably just pick that up finally. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't pick it up day one. Only reason I did is I'm, I'm trying to practice not buying something I'm not going to play right away. Self-control? If that's what you want to call it, yes. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really exist. I mean, we we pause, but that itch will always come back. Yeah, I mean, I haven't looked at the sales every so often and saw that things were, you know, 16% to 20% off on certain websites for games that I have been eyeing. Start getting those emails. Such as Like a Dragon or Tekken 8, but, you know, I'll be okay. Definitely not Steam Fest or Lunar New Year sales going on right now at all. No, not at all. My eyes not twitching on the background here. It's fine. It's all good. We're okay. Hey, look, game of my wish list on sale. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alvis, what's on the horizon for you? What are you excited for? There's a lot of games that were announced that are supposed to be coming out this year. Or just like more recently just kind of talked about like that new uh, Wolverine game potentially coming out. Don't know if it's going to be this year, but man, that would be so cool if it did. There's that Star Wars Outlaws game that is I'm a little hesitant about, but I still want to see how it plays. And because it's still pretty early access, like Power World has been a lot of fun. I kind of consider around like next on the horizon because it's not fully out yet. It's been a really good time. Well, I think that can transition us right into our main topic for the day, which is we're talking about Power World because all three of us have been playing it. I know you two bought it before I did. I only bought it because you were like, hey, all of us are going to be playing it. So I decided to bandwagon and picked it up. I literally bought it the day before we left for Disney. Didn't play it until I got back. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> 
and I was very high level by the time he got back. <laughs> very true. Well, because you're the highest level, you know the most about it right now, Alvis. Why don't you give us a little bit about what is Pal World? Because I think you're going to be able to speak better to it than than either of us. So Pal World's actually pretty cool because what it is is it's very much like Ark Survival Evolve, where you have the capturing of different creatures or animals. They're called pals in this game. Um, you have the survival aspects, but you also have other things like you would get in other games. So uh, this is the same creators as Craftopia, which is a uh, third-person crafting survival game as well that had a lot of RPG elements. Pal World is very similar. RPG elements as well. You get to capture those pals, and then you also get to have them basically help you in your base and actually do things and like farm things for you, which is really cool. You can use basically every single pal in one way or another while they're in your party, which is really, really fun. And there's just so many different aspects to this game that make it very similar, but also very unique uh, in a lot of aspects. I love how you immediately go, they help you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason why I said it that way, Ryan. They're incredibly helpful. Yeah, I would agree. Now I'm gonna go get as many of them as I can. Right? It's been a very fun time. I've built a couple different bases. The most recent one I've built was actually based off my son's recommendation, and it is probably the most fun one because raids can't get to me. Is that the base you showed us just before we started? Yep, that's the base. I have a feeling they're going to change that area. I mean, here's the thing. There are multiple places like that in the world where people cannot raid because of how they have it built. So if anything, they should change the AI. I was going to say, here's a thought. How about instead of, because all raids are on the ground, but there is a flying element to the game. Here's something that you don't know yet, Ryan. There is a flying raid that happens. Ferocious flying pals do come. The thing is, though, is that they still are too low to the ground to reach that base. So... Uh, I think they just, yeah, they just need to mess with the AI a little bit more. It is in beta, right? Or early access, whatever you want to call it. It's early access, yeah. I hate the difference. So it's a an adventure, Power World's an adventure survival pal gathering game? Yeah. All your pals can be used to, so you can have five pals in your party, and you can actually use them to help you gather more pals. Even though I've played, I still don't fully know what I'm playing. It's an open world adventure. There are boss towers that you can actually fight, kind of like gyms and Pokemon. Whoa, 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 whoa. It is in no way anything like that game. Just like Pokemon is nothing like (laughs) Dragon Quest at all. I was going to say that too, actually. Yeah. That being said, they do have like those boss towers that you can fight to give you XP. And I think that's actually how you get the Steam achievements as well. Nice. I will say one of the things I respect the most about a game like this, and I know it's early access and it might change, but there's very little hand-holding. Very little hand-holding, actually. Yeah, they drop you in, and it's still technically a survival game, and, you know, they'll give you a few quests to gently start you in, but they don't teach you a whole bunch. So they do actually have that survival guide in the menu that you can access. Who likes to read? But you actually have to read through it. Like, they don't actually make, they don't force you to go through it. That's all I've asked for. Going back to the beginning of this episode, that's all I've asked for. Right. Just let me play with my friends and figure it out. God, that statement reminded me of Minecraft when it first was, you know, just a uh, Java game. And you're like, what do I do? Let me put this in this configuration. Oh, look, it did something. It's not our topic, but I will say games that I wish I could go back and play with no knowledge of the game again. That might be a fun thing to talk about at some point. Ooh, come back next time. Yeah, I think that's going to be a topic in the future for us. Minecraft is on that list. for Same. Oh, definitely. But so you can get creatures i'm early on 
I haven't played a lot of this game. We have a server started together now, and I definitely killed a lot of these things, but it is my favorite pal so far. I love Lamball. I swear to God, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> right? Love Lamball and that fluff shield. I have to admit, in that server, the first one I caught was a lucky Lamball. He's by far my favorite. That's awesome. Hey, your, gi your giant Lamball. The giant rolling cotton ball. Oh, that's what I'm going to name him. Please do. Good name, Cotton. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see where it goes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Oh, he's going to fight every boss for me now. So I'm Team Lamball. Sounds like you're also Team Lamball, or who's who's your favorite, Ryan? I'm Team Cotton. Sorry, Team Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite? I mean, I'm not as far in as, let's say, Alvis. Hi. Uh, but my current favorite I have on my personal, it's got to be my Ice Noodle. All right, Ice Noodle? I love my Ice Noodle. Is that like the Dratini of the game? You know, it looks a lot like him. <laughs> Alvis probably actually knows his real name. Whiplet, I think. Chitlet? No, uh, wait, ch uh, Chillet, yeah. That's the giant ice noodle. When you say giant, how giant are you talking about? I know you've seen God Pals and all that stuff, okay? I've only stayed on the first island. Uh, Which I think to me, that's that's probably Chillet, yeah. Okay, yeah. I love my little ice noodle. Really fast to ride on, really strong, and just freaking adorable. It is very cute. It's a very cute pal. He's one of the world bosses that you can catch too, so he's pretty easy. Yeah, it's a level 11 world boss. Nice. I will say talking about world bosses is reminding me of how I play Pokemon. I'm wondering if I'll be able to play it the same way here, which is I try my best to only capture things with Pokeballs and not use any great ultra master no other balls so what i will say is that that actually becomes impossible in this game you actually cannot do that that sounds like a broken game mechanic <laughs> or one that makes you actually use the appropriate balls to capture the appropriate things <laughs> you gotta have the right balls jeremy gotta have the right balls you can't see my face but i disagree any ball should work for just about any situation one ball cannot catch them all this is not the anime luckily i can hold on to two balls and and use both of them on one pal if needed. Yeah, no, I'm not touching that. <laughs> You're not going to touch the two balls? Three spheres? Oh, we're spheres now just to make it cleaner. I mean, that's what they're called in this game. That's true. Pal spheres. Isn't that right? Pal spheres? Did I say yep, that right? That's, that's what they're called. Proud of you. Got it right. Got one. I knew you could do it. I will say, uh, so balls aside. Um... <laughs> <laughs> You never want them all to one side. Uh, you're not wrong. I do appreciate that even though it's early access, there seems to be quite a bit of customization we can do on your own servers once you boot it up. So I remember when we were going through, we were like, well, we don't want to take days trying to level. So you can like up the XP multiplier without a mod and do certain deterioration of buildings and things like that, which are actually really nice quality of life things that you can just do right out the gate. Agreed. Yeah. Well, it's nice too, because you can actually do that even after you start the server. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so if you select your game, you can actually still change the server settings even after you've already started the server, which a lot of games don't let you do that. More games need that. I mean, one thing that I give a lot of credit, and I don't want to say like an indie developer, but just like these smaller developing groups, they are much more open for community involvement. Like, you know, Steam Workshop, modding, all that kind of stuff. They're so much more open. And this game has been out for what, two weeks? It's not even out technically. Early access for two, three weeks, something like that. There's an entire world of mods for it already yeah it's pretty insane and what i will say is about indie developers is that they care a lot more about having fun 
than they do about making money, which is, I think, the key here. It's the passion of the 90s game developers. I agree. And I was going to add on, there is one company that does make AAA games, I would argue, goes for gameplay and fun before anything else, still to this day. Activision. It is 100% Activision. To this day, Nintendo still goes for gameplay and what's going to be fun, first and foremost, in, I'll, I'll say, I won't say 100 but I'll give them 95% of their games. To be fair, a lot of people haven't really liked the most recent Pokemon, but they are different, right? And that's the thing is that I know a lot of times Nintendo will make the games for kids. Like that's that's what it's for. But I've still enjoyed them because I, I like certain open world games. I actually really enjoyed Violet, but yeah. I just want an adult, not an adult themed, an adult difficulty Pokemon. Here, I, I, I'm going to make this argument. I won't listen, but go. That's fine. Pokemon is a brand owned by Nintendo. It is not developed in-house by them. It is developed by Game Freak. Right. That is my argument I will make. But yeah, I mean, I it's one of those things where it's like, we grew up with red and blue. Like, just something that has gone on that long, you think it would grow with the people who grew with it. But this has stayed for kids. And I feel like that's not the main demographic going to buy it. Well, also to be fair, for a long time, Pokemon was on the back burner for, for most people our age until kind of more recently i'm gonna target this from two points really quick one i've played every pokemon game that's come out since red and blue in terms of like the core games i haven't done pokemon ranger and all the side games i've enjoyed just about all of them in terms of your comment i agree and disagree at the same time i think it'd be nice to have a pokemon game or something that kind of grows up with us a little more difficult maybe and yeah maybe even a little bit more like like teen rated almost but yeah, yeah. it'd be a nice to have however my daughter already knows who pikachu is and i did not introduce her to that i'm trying to see a my point is <laughs> Pokemon is and always will be E for everyone. That's, you know, and, and that's why I started my statement with, I'm not saying an adult themed, okay? Because I love the art. I love the top-down view. Like, I could take literally a just basic over top view Pokemon red style game. It's, I shouldn't be able to do the whole, all right, I need one of this, one of this, one of this, and now I can just wipe everything. I want a little more intricacy in the, not, not even the AI, but I guess, yeah, the AI a little bit. So I want to move that into wants and dreams for power. I was going to say like, if Pokemon doesn't want to give that, I feel like they need to let go and let other people do that. And that's kind of what Power World is doing. And that makes me happy. And there's just, there's so many fake Pokemon games out there, right? Like you and I specifically, Ryan, have played a couple of them. Yeah. And they're I loved some of them. Fantastic. Oh, God, yes. They're so good. The story being dark, which, I mean, again, not necessarily what we're exactly looking for, but at the same time, like, it's, it's fun. It's a fun way to go about it. It's nice to see the Pokemon that we knew as kids in now a world that we can more notice as real rather than just, oh, I'm a 12-year-old boy running through some tall grass without anyone to look after me. I like the uh, Pokemon theory about it being a uh, war-torn world, but anyway. I mean, there's a ton of theories, but... So you want to see the world of Pokemon through Larry's eyes, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> That's, you're not wrong. Larry, yes. And Larry is, and I will fight anyone on this, Larry is the best new generation gym leader. <laughs> Fair. He's just an office dude that uses normal type Pokemon. I love everything about Larry. Ah. <sighs>
I would love to see Nuzlocke be more loved on. And be more like an official thing as opposed to yeah, like a player-based uh, guideline, I guess. Yeah. I mean, th- th- that's just an idea, but it's really hard to put into words. I guess the easiest way to put it is I want it to grow up. Yeah. You want some sort of Iron Man mode with it or something along the lines of that for sure. Yeah. Something. Do you think the, you'll ever get a Nuzlocke mode in Power World? We already pretty much have one. <laughs> Oh, wait, can they die? Like, die-die? No, they don't die. Uh, no. They they go into basically a sleep where you have to put them, in the, put them in the home and let them sit there for like 10 real minutes. I have to put my pals in homes? <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he has to, he, what he means is that he, you have to put your pal back into the pal box for 10 minutes if it faints. Oh, well, that's not that bad. So it's not insta-heal, but. I do wish Pal World had like a, a Nurse Stacy. Or some version of Nurse Joy. I just threw Stacy out there as a name. <laughs> I, I like the fact that if your pal is hurt, it is a consequence. If you don't, you can't just, you know, go walk around the corner and do, 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 and walk away. Yeah. And there's no revives in Pal World. So, like, or at least not yet. Yeah. There's no, like, items for reviving or anything like that. So. No, no, there's not. Once they're out, you have to take them back to the pal box. I just envisioned like a, uh, oh my gosh, why am I zoning on what it's called all of a sudden? The fibulator. Like a, a defib, <laughs> a defib for your pals. Just like, hold on, in the middle of a fight. Just like, don't give up on me. He's not dead yet. God damn it. Give me five seconds. I've got him. Lighting up a cigarette, trying to bring him back to life. I'd give chill it mouth to mouth. God damn it, Ryan. Oh my God. <laughs> You know what? That's what I want out of this game. Give me a defib. Give me like the defib from Battlefield uh, Vietnam. Is that so specific? (laughs) It's because it took forever to charge and almost never worked. That's about right. Jeremy, I know you're still kind of new to the game, but uh, anything you want to see? Ah, That's my big thing. Give me a defib, man. All right. I I mean, I am so new. I don't know a whole lot. I think. How about not want to see, but what do you hope is in there? You know what I would love, actually, because we talked about it last time we played? I would love no limit on my bases i want to make as many bases as i want yeah and just kind of spread them out i understand the limit from a bigger server standpoint but if i'm in a private server i'm only going to be playing with friends in the same guild just let us build as many bases as we want i feel like that's going to be in any file change that you can make or i'm sure we could find a mod for it i bet if it's not already a mod it's coming up someone's already working on it because that's frustrating i know a, a bunch of people are probably in the same boat no i agree with you on the bases one thing that i actually wish that that they would change is the amount of pals you can have because I've been reaching my limit quite a bit. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's one thing that's pretty cool about Pal World is that uh, you can actually take a certain amount of pals and put it into the same species of pal to increase its star level. You can have up to, it's a four star level. Are you telling me they Pokemon goad this game? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. And every single time it doubles in how many pals you have to do. Uh, I have a daydream that needed four pals, then 16, then 32, and now I need 64 daydreams to actually make it a level four uh, daydream. What do you just do? Just shoving them in. So rather than just having a daydream about this, have you ever considered actually doing it? Ah, uh, you're funny. <laughs> daydream is a pal, by the way. That's funny. I really wish I could show you the stupid smile on my face right now. Yeah, I can. Only, I, you don't even have to show me. I know what it looks like, Jeremy. I've seen it enough. Uh, it's the same one I have. It's, it's that stupid, like, <laughs> smile. Yep. Your head is your head is back a little bit. Your teeth <laughs> are showing. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm sure I'll have more hopes and dreams like 
things that I want to see out of it as it goes on. But from what I can tell, they're listening to the community and making changes as they go. I mean, in the last week alone, I think I've had two or three updates on the game. Yeah, there was one today too. Uh, and what I will say is that I've never seen so many of my friends in different circles play the same game. <laughs> at the same time it really does hit a lot of different genres like i'm constantly seeing at least four to six people on my friends list just playing power world i wish i was maybe we'll run two servers once i get it up and going one that's just mess around and then one that's actually all right y'all get your different guilds together here we go we can have one that's for mods and just go absolutely insane and the other real server maybe that'll be fun to do i think there's a lot more to talk about with this game we might do another segment on it after we've had some more time with it yeah why don't we why don't we close it out in conclusion note that this is not a review we're just talking about the game it's new it's fresh it's cool we wanted to chat with everyone a little bit about it what are your thoughts in conclusion here me likey yeah me likey too <laughs> clearly i like it because i've have over 172 hours in it you didn't say me likey so clearly you don't like it that much <laughs> clearly i don't conform to what you want me to do non-conformist ah. burn the non-believer get out of here oh we're weird <laughs> well we all like the game we're going to talk about it more it'll probably be one of our random side conversations off topic that we always end up having at least 30 minutes of in these podcasts but with that the conversation that takes up more time than the main topic yep, yeah i don't know what you're talking about we didn't start the main topic at 40 minutes in like you mentioned earlier no idea what you were talking about there <laughs> with that ryan why don't you take us out oh i was thinking really hard about this one and you know i have to go a little bit farther in my mind to think about a quote from oscar wilde always forgive your enemies nothing annoys them more have a good night good night everybody night everybody that's a good one that's, oh, a, that's a great that's a, oh it's a, that's that's a, a fantastic a, quote yeah, yeah that's a great that's a that's a that's a senior quote if i've ever heard one a hundred percent